Hello and welcome to CIO Live here in ASEAN. My name is Chris Holmes, Editor-at-Large, and I'll be your host today. I'm pleased to welcome Alan Wong, Director of Information Technology from Hong Kong Baptist University today. He's going to be talking to us as part of our Leadership Live series where we talk to tech leaders across the region. But before we get started on a discussion on digital transformation, maybe Alan, can you just share a little bit of background as to how you became a tech leader? Okay, uh, good morning, Chris, and thank you for in inviting me to this CIO Live Forum. Okay, so a little bit about my background. I've been in the IT industry for more than 30 years, working on different roles from vendors, system integrators, and end users. I previously held positions as business and technical leader at Fortune 100 companies like Cisco Systems, Avaya, Oracle, and NTT Dimension Data, all the big names that you heard of. Then I joined the Hong Kong Airport Authority as a deputy CIO, where I was responsible for driving and executing the smart airport vision with a focus on innovation and digital transformation to bring the business benefits of better passenger experience and improve the operational efficiencies. And currently I am the director of IT at Hong Kong Baptist University. And my vision is to drive and execute HKBU's vision and strategic priorities bringing the business benefits of better user experience, enhance the capacity and continuous innovation. So that, that, that's a short introduction about myself. That's great, thanks, Alan. And maybe just to put it into context, um, how big is Hong Kong Baptist University in terms of sort of users and in also in terms of the department that you manage? Okay, we have around, more, around 3,000 staffs and for students, we have about uh, more than 20,000 students. We are not a very big university, but uh, it's a medium-sized university. But this university is vibrant and has a lot of energy to grow. That's great. That's great. Thanks. So let's get on to digital transformation. So first question, really, what does digital transformation mean to, mean to you and to the university? Okay, um, from my perspective, Digital transformation is a must for every single company, as I believe that every business will be a digital business in the future. And as a CIO of a university, I will say digital transformations means leveraging digital technologies to enhance the student experience, streamline administrative processes, and improve research and teaching outcomes. That means we can implement digital tools for online learning, virtual collaboration, data analysis, and research as well as adopting new technologies to support the campus operations and facilities management. And ultimately, digital transformation should help the university to stay competitive, attract top talent, attract top students, and provide the best possible education and research outcomes for both students and faculties. That's great. And I mean, coming to sort of how you actually structured the organization to deliver this, maybe you can just talk us through sort of that process as to how you engage with staff, students, administration to actually bring about that vision. Yes, uh, sure. Actually, uh, uh, you can see that I actually work on different companies before, from vendors, SI to end users. So basically all the organizations in order for any vision and execution to be successful, you need to have the right people, resources, process and tools in place. And therefore I will structure the organization according to the organizational needs and strategic priorities of the company. 
So the first and foremost is that we must define a digital transformation strategy that is consistent with the university's strategic priorities. The strategy should outline the goals and objectives of the transformation, as well as the key technologies required to achieve them. And we also need to identify the skill sets required to execute the strategies. These may be some of the skill sets, especially in the university, that will be very different from before. So uh, we need to have the skill sets like the user experience designs to make sure that the student journey is good and also the staff uh, operation uh, is smooth. And we also need to have the agile development, data analytics skills, cloud computing and cybersecurity. So in order to support all the, the things that I mentioned and to support the strategy, we must reorganize and realign the organizational structure. And you must, of course, establish the processes and tools to make it work, right? And finally, one thing that is very important for myself is that we need to foster a culture of innovation and collaboration and a culture in which my team feels it is safe to be vulnerable and take the appropriate risks. I think and not only will my team grow and learn uh, during the process, but also they will build up the, their personal and professional goals uh, when, when they grow up. You mentioned a very interesting point there about around this sort of uh, upskilling, reskilling of people. I mean, is that something that you pay a lot of attention to? Yes, uh, definitely. Because uh, you know what, innovation and transformation is not just one person's work. It's not just one organization's work. It's that the whole team and also your peers work together to make the transformation to be successful. I am always saying that if you are doing a digital transformation, just a technology department or IT department alone, it will not success. The only thing that you can make sure that it will be successful is that two things. One is that you need to work across the whole organization to make sure that everyone has the mindset to do the transformation, not just the IT. Second thing is that your people and your team, they should have the innovative mind to grow up. And, and, and they also need to learn experience and then take the appropriate risks to, to, to do new things. Otherwise, if they are afraid to do the new things, you, you can only do your one-man show and it's not the company show. Excellent, excellent. So, I mean, we've talked through sort of um, how you've structured the, the organization. Maybe you just give us an idea of some of the successes, some of the projects that you've actually um, executed. Oh, okay. Actually, we have done quite a lot uh, in the university during the past three years. So, for example, we have actually focused a lot on the student experience and also the operational improvement. Say, for example, we have actually implemented the Smart Classroom project to uh, renovate all the UY university uh, classroom into the Smart One. What I mean is for the Smart Classroom, it's not just we revamp uh, the projectors, we were uh, uh, moving in some new equipment. I think the most important thing is that we have a one-touch uh, one touch panel for all of the devices within the classroom and make sure that all the sound devices, projectors, all, all of them are upgraded to, to, to some of the late, uh, latest version. And also one thing that is very important is that we can have the remote control of all the equipments within the classroom. So in the, in the past, the teachers need to actually call the help desk when they have any problems. Right now, they don't need to call. Actually, in the help desk, they will actually 
have a full visibility of all the equipments in the classroom, and then they they can do it everything remotely, and uh, and that's one thing. And and another thing that I can share with you is that uh, basically we are using uh, uh, new technologies to enhance the student experience. Say, for example, we are actually uh, implementing. Uh, e-student cards and also e-payments for all the students. So the students actually can just bring the mobile and then go and then uh, go go to the campus. So and we also enable different payment methods to them. Say for example, like the Google Pay, Apple Pay, AliPay, WeChat Pay, Visa and Master, and all that. So you can imagine that actually the student experience here improved a lot compared to the past. They can use the mobile phone to do everything that they want. In the campus to make their life easier. Fantastic, fantastic. And I really like that idea of actually starting to remove the need for um, people calling the help desk. Everything's done automatically. Yes, uh, that's true. Yeah, actually, in the past, it is actually a night- nightmare. When the, uh, when the professors call the help desk, and then the help desk needs to have the people run, <laughs> run into the classroom, fixing the equipment. Right now, if you have any problems, just Give a push on the uh, one touch panel, and then uh, you you can ask the question, uh, "What can I have for you?" Uh, or uh, say, for example, the 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 projector is a lot lighting up. Okay, we can remotely actually analyze everything and then turn it on for you. And actually, you know what? Every night we will do the automatic screening of all the equipments within the classroom. So if there is any problem, our staff will fix it before the class at X30. So everything should be set and all okay before before the class. So it saves a lot of time for the professors and also for the students. Fantastic, fantastic. So again, we've just talked about those successful projects, but I know there's an area that you're particularly uh, uh, focused on, and that's the use of artificial intelligence in security. So maybe you could just talk us through some of the uh, work you've been doing in that area. Yeah, AI is a big topic for us. We embrace technology to enhance the academic and research capabilities. And AI is actually part of the strategy for the whole university. And one of the very best examples that I can share with you last year was that our School of Creative Arts conducted a human-AI collaboration in a live musical performance. That was a public concert and the first one in Asia Pacific. It's really fantastic. Uh, I, uh, If you have time, you can actually Go, uh, go to the website and then search for the human AI collaboration uh, for Hong Kong Baptist University. It is a fantastic performance. Okay, so coming back to AI security. So uh, regarding the use of AI in security, we have implemented an AI-enabled Zero Trust Digital Campus Security Solution. And luckily, we got the CSO 50 Global Award last year. This solution is designed to address the concerns of increased cybersecurity risks associated with the growing network infrastructure to potential attacks. They use intelligent machines, IoT, and BIoT devices. We call this solution an IoT AI matrix defense. And I think this is a good name as these solutions automatically detects IoT devices connected to the network and uses AI to perform multidimensional auto discovery, detection, and defense, leveraging the zero trust concept. And the solution is based on artificial intelligence and machine learning techniques, which provide my team with full visibilities of threats in the campus network across all the endpoint devices. 
So basically, the solution um, will closely monitor and detect the changing patterns of user and device behaviors, and then notify my security team of any suspicious incidents. And the most powerful uh, thing is that they can perform the proactive blocking before any significant impact or incidents is introduced into the university's campus network. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I mean, but while we're on the subject of AI, I mean, how, how is higher education being impacted by AI? I mean, there's so much out there now about, particularly with generative AI, being able to write scripts, etc. I mean, there's both threats, opportunities. I mean, what do you see as that future use of AI in higher education? I believe the future uses of AI are exciting and promising. AI has the potential to change the way we work, live, and play. And it will continue to play an increasingly important role in our lives in the years to come. And I expect to see many new and innovative use cases across the uh, industry, especially uh, in all walks of life. I think in education, we will basically change the way of teaching and learning, all right, uh, in a big way. So uh, I think the most important thing is that we need to uh, enable the professors, the teachers to change the way that they teach. And instead of using the, the, uh, the old way of doing things, once the, the, the teachers and professors change their way of teaching, then it will be coming up to another thing is that we will enable the students to use AI as well. So it is an iterative cycle. Once the students also got the knowledge, like using the ChatGPT or the, uh, the AI tools to do the work, then the professors, then they need to uh, also change the way of also uh, teach, uh, teaching. So we actually basically in the university side, at Baptist University, right now what we are doing is that we enable all of the professors by launching an HKPU ChatGPT services to them. So we the first so this is the first step. We enable our professors to use the AI, know how to use it, and then the second step is to enable our students to use the AI as well. So you can see the, once we have this cycle, the things will be going up. And we also apply some basic principles on this. Is that we uh, using basically three principles. One is the AI enable enable the professors and teachers to the knowledge and the use of AI. The second thing is the AI critical. We need to enable our students to have the critical thinkings of using AI, not just copy and paste and, 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 and lose their focus. The third thing is AI ethical. You need to have the ethical use of AI and responsible use of AI. And make sure that these are something that we need to be aware of. We cannot copy and actually uh, mimic the things that are in the market. You need to use your intelligence and apply your knowledge, critical thinking to make the things work. So that, there's a lot of things that, 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 that we can do. So as a CIO, it is very challenging for us. We need to stay up to date with the latest developments in AI and explore how we can leverage this powerful technology to drive innovation and growth in our university. That's great. That's great. And I've got to ask you, I mean, with all those opportunities you see, how do you actually prioritize which projects, you know, are at the top of the pile? You know, how do you prioritize which ones you're going to work on? Okay. I think it all depends on the strategic priority and urgency of the technology and solutions that can bring the business benefits to the company or to the university. <clears throat> so, uh, for example, during the COVID-19 pandemic, 
a lot of remote conferencing activities were required. So investing in enabling the people to work remotely and seamlessly as in the office is a must. Of course, we need to enable our students to learn as in the, as like in the campus, right? So another example is the strategic investment required to accelerate the digital transformation journey. As, it, as I just mentioned, the digital transformation journey in our university is a big, big focus on that. So uh, the use of IoT AI matrix defense is an excellent example of how the university can boost the confidence in accelerating our digital transformation journey and introducing new devices, digital solutions, and services for our staff and students. So in short, it all depends on the urgency and strategic importance of the situation. And again, you take that approach when looking not just at AI, but you know, at all, all new technologies? Yes, that, uh, yes, definitely. Because it's not just AI. Uh, and, and I can tell you that we are actually doing quite a lot of different things from the digital marketing, from attracting the students, to internal process uh, re-engineering, to the mobile apps, to the to the uh, uh, to the operations using data analytics and big data to enable the full operations uh, of that. That is very that is very important. And, as, and especially at the back end, we need to revamp our ERP systems, moving everything into the cloud. So we are actually doing a lot of different things at the same time. So that's the that's the reason why it is very fantastic to be actually working as a CIO in a university that I can actually uh, have the autonomy to actually let the things moving, moving the digital transformation in the right direction, moving our university ranking and all that. I, 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 I think that it is very self fulfilling and challenging. That's great, Alan. Thank you so much for sharing your journey and your views on uh, AI in uh, uh, higher, higher education and um, your experience in digital transformation. Um, that concludes today's CIO as in interview. My name is Chris Holmes and I've been talking to Alan Wong, Director of Information Technology at Hong Kong Baptist University. Any comments, please reach out to me on LinkedIn.